The best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is right now. And the thing with a business page is that it does take time to grow. A business page may seem like it's a long slog and hard work right at this point in time, but down the track, it could very well be a very powerful tool that you'll be so glad you put the time and effort into right now. Well, hello there and welcome back in to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hind, and I'm excited to talk to you today in a power podcast episode. So we're going to be nice and quick with this one about dating 101. Now, what on earth does dating have to do with social media? Well, everything. And here's why. If you were launching into a relationship for the first time or meeting someone, even a friend for the first time, and you wanted to build that relationship and take it to the next level, you would go through a process of getting to know that person. And it's exactly how we should be using social media. Yet so many, many, many people when growing a business online, jump straight to marriage, which looks a little bit like, hey, how are you? Will you marry me? Hey, how are you? Will you book with me? Will you buy from me? Will you join my business? It doesn't work in real life. And guess what? It also doesn't work online. So in this Power Podcast episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about step one of dating online. In other words, how do we effectively and appropriately build relationships on social media with our ideal customers so that we're constantly attracting the right people to our business and growing our business effectively? So in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about where to date. So let's get stuck in. Now, where to date? This is a question a lot of people ask, which translates to, should I be using Facebook personal profiles, business pages, groups, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, which is now called X, Lemonade, which is a brand new platform by TikTok. There are all of these different platforms out there, all of these different tools, and where on earth should I be showing up so that I'm getting results and reaching the right people? And that's a great question. So let's talk about where to start off with, because one of the biggest mistakes that people make on social media is they try to do everything. And you may have heard the saying, master of everything, master of nothing, and it couldn't be truer. Plus, I guarantee if you've been trying to do everything, you have been overwhelming yourself, no doubt. So let's have a little bit of a look at where you should be connecting with your ideal customers. And the answer to that actually lies with you. So the first question you've got to ask yourself is, where are my ideal customers hanging out? But the second question you should be asking yourself is, how do I communicate with those people? So I'm going to use an example here. I use Facebook and I use Instagram, but I use them very, very differently. Likewise, you might use TikTok very differently to the way that you use Twitter or LinkedIn. And so the question is, if someone wants to reach you, where should they go to do it? I was having a chat with someone just a couple of days ago who said to me that she's got teenage children. Now, those teenage children have got text, they've got email, they've got Facebook, they've got TikTok, they've got, um, uh, what else did she say that they have? Instagram. 
Now, she wanted to contact them to ask them a really simple question, and she went through the process. She contacted them via SMS and got no response. She tried ringing them and got no response. She tried Messenger and got no response until she tried to do a Snapchat. And the moment she Snapchatted them, all three of them responded immediately. And this is a really good example of knowing who your audience is, what they're paying attention to, and where they hang out. So my question to you is this, what do you know about your ideal customer? If you haven't done that podcast episode or that training with us before, please, please, please get familiar with who your ideal customer is. Because if you try attracting everyone, you will, I guarantee, attract nobody. So ask where they are and what are they doing? Think about what their behaviors are online. It's also good to pay attention to those people that you are connecting with and pay attention to the way they prefer to be communicated with because this is less about you and more about them. Last but not least, you want to think about how they're using the platforms. So let's come back to Facebook for just a little moment. If people are using Facebook to, uh, to for entertainment, but they also communicate and connect over there, it could be a good spot for you to be. But one of the things that you'll notice, particularly with things like Instagram, with Reels features, etc., is people tend to be a lot more passive. So people on Instagram often tend to do a lot more swiping, entertaining, just looking at things versus interacting with things. It's good for you to know what they're doing and pay attention to your own behavior as well. Now let's come back to Facebook and talk about personal profiles, business pages, and groups, because this is the biggest question I get asked. Which of those three should I be using? And it's a great question. In fact, if anyone says to me, Sam, what is the most powerful of those three for growing any business in the direct selling industry? My answer is always going to be It's in fact all three. It's not just one because each of them have got their benefits and their cons as well, pros and cons with both. But it's about knowing what they're for and using them accordingly. Let's look at personal profiles for a moment. A personal profile is where you connect with your existing family, friends, and networks. When you ask someone to friend request you or they ask you to friend request them and that request is accepted, you can now see each other's feeds. Now, one thing to remember about personal profiles is people connect with one another because they care about the other person, not because they want a business rammed down their throats. That's not what personal profiles are about. In fact, if you are using a personal profile to actively sell any product, service, or business opportunity, you are considered spam and you're in breach of Facebook's terms of use. So you've got to be very careful with how you use a personal profile. I like to think about it a little bit like going to a barbecue or a party. If you chat with someone at that barbecue or party and uh, and all you talk about is your business and all you talk about is how they can buy your products or join you, you're going to look like a bit of a nitwit. Plus, they're probably not going to pay much attention to you and they'll probably tell everybody else to ignore you as well. Whereas if you go to a party or a barbecue and you get talking to someone and you make that conversation about 
each other and you talk about your stories, your experiences, you share what you've been up to and you have a two-way conversation like that, that's much more like how a personal profile should be used. Here's what you do. Here's what you get up to. So a personal profile is a great place to promote your business, to sell your products, but through sharing your journey, your experience and creating curiosity and intrigue, it should be a storytelling location and a this is how I, this is what I, because people are going to build that trust with you and they're going to care about what you do because they care about you. So personal profiles, great for connecting with family, friends, creating curiosity and intrigue and sharing your story and journey, not a great place to be actively selling and promoting. So that brings me to business pages. Facebook business pages are a brilliant place to grow your business And the thing I love about a business page is it has absolutely uncapped potential and it is the best place to be generating new leads. Why do I say that? Because a personal profile is limited to 5,000 friends. Now, that may sound like a lot when you're starting out, but let me tell you that if you grow your business, and I sure hope that you do, then at some point you're going to reach that cap if the only thing you're using to grow your business is a personal profile. Now, I don't want you to cap your business, and I have seen many people over the years, many leaders who have used just a personal profile effectively, albeit, but they've reached that 5,000 limit and they end up in a really difficult spot. And I had the conversation with someone about a year ago who had done exactly that. And guess what their only option was? In order to keep growing their business, they were going to have to start removing actual genuine family and friends. And that is not what you want to do. And it's not what personal profiles are for. Now, you absolutely can make your personal profile public. That is a very personal preference. And it is entirely up to you if you choose to do that. A lot of people don't want to do that. And you don't have to do that because a business page is a place that is completely uncapped and will allow you to reach new people. And it's a brilliant feeder for your personal profiles and your groups or profile because you shouldn't have more than one personal profile, but your personal profile and your groups. So your business page has got lots of features that will enhance what you're doing on your personal profile. Something to know about business pages though is, uh, and this is a, a saying that Greg loves to use a lot, The best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is right now. And the thing with a business page is that it does take time to grow. And so you really have to be thinking about, well, where do I want my business to go in one year, two years, five years down the track? A business page may seem like it's a long slog and hard work right at this point in time, but down the track, it could very well be a very powerful tool that you'll be so glad you put the time and effort into right now. So the other thing about a business page, unlike a personal profile, is Facebook will be constantly pushing your content out to new potential people. It's always going to be helping you reach more people, dependent on the quality of the content you create, of course. The other thing I love about a business page is you can schedule in advance, which means that you can create your content up front, which I highly recommend that you do, and post it ahead of time. This will save you oodles of time down the track. Aside from that, you've also got other features such as insights, which will tell you what is and isn't working and allow you to create content that's beneficial for you in the long run. 
The last uh, thing that I'll talk about in this space is groups. And groups are one of those things that I think can create a lot of frustration because I really believe they often get used incorrectly. Groups are a place to create community. That's essentially what they are. Unlike a personal profile and a business page, everybody within a group can contribute equally. So it's not just content that comes from you. Now, there are three key types of groups that you could potentially create for your business. There may be more, but these are the three key types that we generally teach. The first is the most common, and that is your VIP customer group. I like to call this your nurture group because really that's what it's about. So once you've connected with someone, started that relationship, or even they've become a customer, you can then put them into your VIP style group, and that's where you can continue to nurture that relationship. Something very important to remember about groups, though, is you should have content specific to that group. People need to know what they're going to get out of it. And if you're putting exactly the same content in a group as what you're putting on a business page or even a personal profile, it removes any kind of a reason for anyone to join. Remember, people want to know at all times, what is in this for me? What is the value that I could get out of this? So you've got to remember this when you're creating your group. And I get a lot of people will say to me, well, can I just put the same content that goes on my business page in my group? And my answer to you is you could do anything you want, but if you do that, why would anyone join your group? They could just be watching your business page. It's really no point. The other thing is you don't want your group to be all about selling because that's not what's in it for them. That's what you're going to do to them. So what are you going to put in there for them? How are you going to serve them? What value will they get by being a part of your group? The second type of group is what we call your team training style group. And this is where you could create a group for communicating with, inspiring, educating, uh, et cetera, your team. So as you gain people into your business, you can put them in there. It's kind of a communication location. So that's fairly straightforward. Again, the content you put in there will be pretty obvious because it's going to be around what they need to know, pumping them up, getting them excited, etc., etc. That would be very similar to what we call our accelerator group, which is one of our membership groups. And that's where we spend time helping people grow their business, educating them, training them, inspiring them, motivating them, pumping them up. And so that's very much a team style group. The last one is one of my most favorite and probably the most underutilized, and that is a special interest group. And this is the type of group you can create that does help you generate leads. A special interest group is something you create when you work out what it is that makes your ideal customer tick, and then you create a community group around something of interest to them. So for example, you may uh, recognize that a lot of your customers happen to be celiacs. You may be in the health industry, health and wellness industry. And so because your customers are celiacs and you're really passionate about uh, gluten-free recipes, et cetera, um, and, and um, trade outs and things like that, then you could create a group of recipes for people who need to cook for celiacs. Now, this would be a special interest group. And the purpose of this group would be to attract more of the right type of people into it so you can relationship build with those people. But you do have to be 
very careful about special interest groups because it's got to be, again, not a trap where they're going to get sold to. A special interest group really does need to genuinely be a special interest group. So there's a few different ways that you can use groups and they're all about community. I like to look at groups and personal profiles as your nurture sequence and your business pages as your lead generating process. So lots of different ways you can show up. In other words, lots of different ways that you can or places that you can date. The question is really simple though. Where is your ideal customer and what is the best way for you to communicate and connect with them? How do they want to be spoken to and communicated with? Remember as well, it's not about getting everything right all at once. It is about connecting with people, trialing things, playing with things, but most importantly, grab your lowest hanging fruit right now before you go grabbing the ladder and climbing the tree. You don't have to get it perfect. You just have to start somewhere. So don't be a master of everything. Be a master of one, and then you can move on to the next thing. You don't have to do it all right this minute. It'll be there when you're ready. So That is part one of Dating 101. In the next part, we're going to be talking about how to date. So we're going to be talking about what should you be posting? What type of content is going to help you date your ideal customer? So that's it from me. Thanks for joining us this week for this Power Podcast episode. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.